Hey Wanderers, and welcome back to Outlaws Wanted. Last time, the crew of the Honor had a rematch with the creature that downed them on Roke. Sully carried his companions into the Cognitive Realm and attacked the great dragon that had possessed the ship they fought when they first arrived. The battle was close, but with the help of some newfound cognitive powers from Jyla, the crew was able to defeat the Chaos creature. But in their moment of triumph, Chaos himself appeared and impaled Sully in the Cognitive Realm, leaving him catatonic. Sully is impaled and falls to the ground as Chaos walks from a portal that was just torn in space and time and concept. Vika, you see this happen, and then your vision fractures. You can see both, like, the conceptual realm, and also you can be are beginning to see, like, Roke and, you know, Jyla's and Sully's body there. You can see... Malcolm walking around as you're being pulled in two directions as your conduit into the conceptual realm just been impaled and falling to the ground. Roll plus weird. Not gonna go well, y'all. Well, I guess this is actually a choice. You don't have to, you can just like go with it and fall back out into the real world or you can try to stay here. No, I think she would try to stay there. Okay. Especially since Sully just got impaled. Sorry, Mal. That is a nine. Uh, okay. With a mixed success, this is tricky. You are still vaguely aware of what is happening in the conceptual realm, but you basically are back on Roke, and you can feel like a pounding, splitting headache as you're kind of getting like weird, vague flashes of you still kind of being able to see what is happening. Like you're beginning to wake up from a dream and it's still kind of there. You, like, can see Sully falling to the ground and Chaos stepping from behind him, but you also can see Malcolm standing there looking very beat up, um, looking at the Chaos along the ground, you know, that was surrounding that facility starting to die. So it sounds like Vi is in this, like, purgatory, kind of, between the cognitive realm and the real world. So I think she is trying to talk to either Jyla or Mal, like, I guess trying to talk to Jyla first. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think probably no one can hear her because it's kind of, she's in, like I said, she's in like this weird, like, between realms. Yeah, when you try to talk to either Jyla or Malcolm, it's like when you're in a dream and your mouth just doesn't quite move. Malcolm might see you kind of hesitating and trying to open your mouth or trying to take a step and Jyla would see much the same thing as your trap between worlds. Mal? Jyla? Can, can you hear me? Jyla? Uh, Jyla, you feel Sully get stabbed? Like, Sully's the one that drug you into the conceptual realm, but it's not the same as it was for Vika, where she, like, you can see her, like, phase out. You just, like, feel that pull back to Roke and back to, like, the physical realm, but you're still, like, 
confidently stationed here. Chaos walks around Sully's, like, collapsed body and is like, You know, I'm frustrated at this point, I think. Frustrated. I said it was your move, that's true, but I didn't expect you to kill my favorite lieutenant. You think you can kill something like Harmony? Oh, no. No, I don't think that Harmony's dead, he says, and starts, like, kicking Sully's body. But we'll see how long it takes him to bounce back from She's that. She's gonna step between them. You, like, uh, step between them, and Chaos takes, like, a polite step back. Oh, I'm sorry, that is your boyfriend I impaled. I get it. It's maybe a little frustrating. But that's okay, you know. You might see him again before you die of old age, depending how long it takes him to bounce back. I've been killed before. It's a little tough. You you can keep coming for Harmony, but ultimately, you're one force of chaos, and Harmony makes up everybody. You're you're not going to kill everybody working together in the galaxy. You know something? You're right. That's a nice concept. I should just kind of pull this piece off the board. I was frankly expecting Sully to be worse at this. He uh, snaps his fingers, and you feel the floor underneath of you kind of like not liquefy, but just like bounce in a wave and you're shoved backwards from Sully. I think I'll take him with me. And he reaches down and grabs Sully's hand. Oh, you space and don't. I think she's gonna lower her shoulder and sprint at him to like body check him off. Okay, roll blast some baddies. Usually I do cool with this because I am using a weapon. Would this be tough instead? Oh, because it's like a physical. This is, this is still in the thing? cognitive realm, right? It is still in the cognitive realm. Roll plus weird. Yeah, roll plus weird. Okay, nine. Uh, okay. So you lower your shoulder and start to run, and when you do, the room distorts. It's almost like the structure of this building flexes and bends to, like, give you an alleyway towards chaos. As you start building up more speed than you think you should be able to in such a short distance, you feel like a slight aura form around you. And when you slam into chaos, there's like a bright white light. This is extremely uncomfortable for you as you feel your head pounding as you do this. But... Uh, when you smash into chaos, he is rebounded back across the room and like thrown away from Sully's body. He doesn't like, yeah, so he like bounces through the wall because he was like kind of at the edge of the room and you just see him floating out in space looking at you. Now, how did you do that? Nobody kidnaps my boyfriend. You get out of here. Get. Yeah. We'll see you later. Enjoy the corpse. And uh, he draws his finger down, tears a new portal through uh, space and leaves. Once he does, you feel like sick. Like being here is not comfortable for you, really. And you kind of like are losing like grip of this reality. Um, Vika, the same is true for you. The more that Jyla is slipping back, the more you feel yourself losing perception of this. And eventually, Jyla, it's just like the room fades and you feel yourself falling briefly. And then you wake up on Roke. Where's Sully? Uh, Sully is next to you on the ground. Okay. Welcome back, you guys. How'd the, how'd the end of the fight go? Uh, Mal, Sully's, <laughs> Sully's not awake. We gotta get him awake. 
I love just the callousness. It's like, how'd it go? And Sully's just lying down the floor. <laughs> Wait, he he does not know. <laughs> yes. Sully's just like kind of standing, staring off into space. Oh, I thought he was just like, I thought I collapsed at that no, point. No, you said you don't collapse, right? When you when you go into the cognitive realm, your body doesn't fall over. Oh, I thought it was just like he was collapsed in the cognitive realm. I thought once back. I was dead. My body would not just be comatose standing there. Okay, so let me let me ask this. When you go into the cognitive realm, what does your body do? Like, you said you stay standing? Yeah. Yeah, so Sully, Sully's just standing there, staring off into space. So, wait, what happened? Well, Chaos, Spacing came and stabbed him, and what? now he's- Chaos? Showed up? She's, like, tapping him on the cheek in a moment of panic. I don't know, desperation? She, like, kisses him, sees if that, like- wakes him up you in fact do not sleeping beauty sully (laughs) (laughs) darn uh what do we got in a in his med kit she like starts riffling through sully's backpack i think the only thing that would be like viable here is like a shot of adrenaline okay she yeah she takes out stabs with it Cool, you stab a shot of adrenaline into Sully. You're like feeling his pulse. You feel it get faster as the adrenaline is injected into his heart. And Sully is standing there. Like you might see him start to sweat just as like a reaction to having a ton of adrenaline flowing through him, but he doesn't move. Uh, she's like full on panicking. <laughs> Jyla, I don't know if there's anything else we're going to be able to do here without having some kind of med bay. We... I, I think at this point we just need to get him back to the ship. Oh, okay. It, is he? I I can carry him. I guess we gotta get going. I don't think this is good for him. No, and it doesn't. Honestly, I uh, kind of worried that the planet might fall apart any second. Uh, Funny you mentioned that. You can still see these tendrils from this source dying back towards where you came from, like slowly spreading across the planet. You don't feel like anything seismic. At the moment, but chaos did something, and now chaos is dead. Yeah, these uh, these chaos tendrils were starting to retreat as uh, uh, right before you guys came back. I'm assuming that means that uh, dragon lady is dead. Yeah, yeah, we killed her, but more importantly, gotta get Sully back to back to something conscious. Yeah, absolutely. But if uh, if this chaos is what's holding this planet together, we gotta get out of this planet. We gotta get off this planet. All right, let's go. We go. Someone fireman carries him. Um, yeah, so you can kind of like, you know, someone can get his arms and someone can get his feet as you start carrying him away. On the way there, um, something you need to come up with a plan for is right now you have a ship that is extremely badly damaged and you are on a planet that is starting to fall apart. Just a, a problem that needs a solution. I think while we're walking back, or I guess hustling back, Vi... Vi's- talking aloud through her plan on fixing the ship. So it's a lot of like, okay, if we have wires from the med bay, I can use that to spool up the helm better. And by this point, we should have this much of the living piece of ship left. And I can probably try to uh, mold that into at least something to cover up the galley. Maybe we can, maybe we can just forego the cargo bay but we need to adjust where the engine is just a lot of that gotcha as you're going through all this there's one thing nagging at your mind none of this is propulsion and that part of the ship was horribly damaged oh i did not realize that (laughs) 
Okay. Like you landed engines first into the sur- onto the surface of the planet. So we don't have an engine at all. Right now you don't have a means of moving the ship. Yeah. It's okay. very well sealed and generating power and has some food on it. Yeah, I think the more the the closer we get to the ship, the more panicky that talking becomes because it's like, well, okay, what maybe I can move this around. I don't know, is there a way to jump start the engine? How do I Okay, wait. Okay. Um l- let me think. How do I A lot of that. If anyone else has any ideas, let me know because Hi, real quick. Um sorry to interrupt your interrupt your thinking, but you sent your drone out for some reconnaissance. Did you see any evidence of any previous civilization Uh, kind of um there wasn't anything left from the wayfarers is long gone everything's overgrown Uh, there's nothing that i saw from that that would help us get off this planet so my thought with that was trying to find this is out of character my thought with that was trying to find like if there was the remnants of a ship that we could scavenge somewhere. But Some sort of Wayfair tech, yeah, yeah. But it sounds like no. There is exactly one place that is Wayfair related that has not been destroyed, and that is the facility that you saw at the, like, crux of the chaos processing. That we just came from. <clears throat> Wait. Yeah. Oh, okay, so the, the factory. Yeah. Do you think we should go back and investigate that factory? Maybe there's something there. I mean, we need anything we can get at this point. Uh, I can keep going with Sully if y'all want to scurry back and try to find something useful. Well, I just hope there's nothing to fight there because one, one good hit and I'm I'm down. I'm barely able I'm ba- I'm barely able to even hold my head up at this point. Vi-, Vi has like stopped in her tracks and she pulls out. I assume like tablet stuff would still be working but like you know we're on borrowed battery life yeah so i think she takes a couple minutes and just scribbles like instructions for jyla and lucy to get the process of getting the ship together okay started sure just like literally just hands over the tablet yeah i think i think that's gonna be what we have to do um so here's, you know, it, this should be pretty easy to follow if you and Lucy can get this started. Mal, let's go see if we can find anything to get this ship off the planet. All right. So on your way back, you split up and two of you start to head back. Jyla, you're dragging a very unconscious and not entirely lightweight Sully across broken mountains alone. Well, Jyla's Jyla's a big, strong girl. She can, I'm sure she can fireman carry him pretty well yeah i mean that's hard to do for a long time and <laughs> it's a mountain it's know? really rough terrain though i think is the thing meanwhile vika and malcolm you're headed back towards this installation when you get there it, it looks odd when you saw it the first time you remember seeing like almost a lake of chaos slime around it now all of that has evaporated and there's just bare stone all around this facility what do you do? I mean, is there an easy, easy access to the building? Like- yeah, there would be doors, like, fairly regularly, you know, like, it's not... there. There's almost, like, a shocking lack of guard on this. Like, you guys were close to it before. I guess we go in, right? Uh, okay, so you enter the facility. When you open the door, it's mostly, like, large tanks. and Like, so on the on the main floor, there'd be, like, large tanks and containers 
um, just kind of like bubbling and rumbling with chemicals. But there is like one staircase leading up to a very well lit office. Say office, like lab. You can see like equipment and stuff up there. Vi takes the lead on this. And before she heads up, uh, turns back to Mal. Cover my back, but I I would really prefer it if we didn't have to carry two dead people back to the ship. So just hang on, hang back a little bit. Yeah, I no arguments there. Uh, we go up to the office. Okay, so you climb up the stairs to like this open, like lit glass room. You push open the door, and across one wall there is a. What wouldn't be immediately recognizable as a computer terminal, it's made of a material that you're not used to seeing, and there are, like, glowing tiles all across it. It is recognizable as, like, a language frequently used by the United Colonies, but the characters are all kind of, like, old and no longer correct. They seem strange, and, like, you're using a different version of the language, but it isn't entirely unknown to you. So it's like reading Old or Middle English to us. Yes. And then in the center of the room, there's just like a lot of equipment and like pieces of machinery, you know, like little boxes of stuff and whatnot. And then in the far corner of the room, there is a chair with a bunch of like tubes and piping leading up to it. And sitting in the chair is a woman. I think Vi started to get really excited when she saw that wall. And does that, like, stop in her tracks thing when she sees the woman. Yeah, uh, Mal was kind of facing the other direction, watching, like, kind of watching behind us. And then I imagine that he's, like, uh, he's, like, walking to this room and he backpedals into Vi when she stops. And so he turns around and sees the woman, immediately pulls out his gun. Hello? There is no response. Vi takes a couple more steps into the room. When you do the console on the left-hand side of the room that has, like, the kind of strange characters on, like, weird material keys lights up. But other than that, nothing else happens. She walks over towards that console. As you walk over to it, it is, like, difficult to entirely understand what this is, but also, like, has, like I said, text and things that you would be used to seeing. Uh, What do you want to do with it? Wait, hang on. Okay. Is it like a is it like a little computer? Yeah, basically, but it's just like I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. It would be like intuitive to use but does not look like a computer. Does that make sense? It, it doesn't look like a piece of technology you have, but the things written on it you can understand. You it, could interact with it. It's not like in a different language. It does, but I'm being too opaque with this. It's a computer made out of a made in a way that you are not used to, but in a language you can understand. Okay. <clears throat> can I tell what it's hooked up to? Oh, you can roll investigation. Eight. So it, it takes you kind of a minute to figure out just like how to turn it on, basically, and start using it. But once you do, it kind of makes sense as this is like something used for like storing information and design. And, you know, like it's it's a computer. When you finally do turn on the display, it's not like a screen, rather kind of similar to how particle magnetism weapons. But I also don't want to like say that because I'm not trying to draw a parallel here. But like elements of light just kind of fly up out of the terminal and then form together into like shapes that you can interact with. So this is the personal, like, you know, computer of whoever this person's office is. And you are able to, like, log into it and interact with it. What do you want to know? 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff I can think of. This feels pretty infinite, but I think the most pressing thing is figuring out what this panel on the wall does or what the wall does with everything there. And if there are, if there's anything here that can create propulsion. Okay. So you start like searching around, like just what is stored on this machine. It seems like there's two main aspects um, that are, there are two main things that are stored on this machine. One of them is like design files for whoever this person was. Um, the other one is personal logs. Which one would you like to open up and look through first? Personal logs and what's the other thing? Design files. Design files. You want to open up design files? Yes. Okay, so schematics start forming up all around, like, on the, um, like, all across this terminal. There are multiple different designs and schematics that pop up. They all have, like, different names and labels. It's just, like, different machines and inventions that this person has worked on. The name that is associated with all of them is Paula, Paula. Fern. Yep, I was just about to ask that. Okay. Most notably, you find detailed plans for the material that was used to grow the Black Dreadnought or the Great Wayfarer. Like, there are detailed designs for that ship. There are also detailed designs for the skip drive. Is it possible to make a skip drive based on the materials listed in what we have? Um, You start, like searching and trying to like figure out like okay like how is one of these things manufactured this is actually plans that you already had that you had gotten by investigating the skip drive on the the great wayfarer yes as you're investigating this like you can find the plans for the skip drive that's on the great wayfarer it's fairly large in terms of like how skip drives work but the room here has like some like small benchtop manufacturing stuff which includes, like, how they were able to initially prototype the skip drive. Um, So, like, that center island in this room where there were, like, various pieces of machinery you now look over at with a slightly more appraising eye, and you can see several iterations of the skip drive sitting there. Awesome. And there's enough skip drives that I could cobble together, like, one that does work. You could certainly try. I want to do that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So throughout throughout all this, while Vi is on that terminal, Mal has positioned himself like right behind her, facing the person behind the desk, just to make sure she doesn't move. <laughs> uh, she is still decidedly not moving. There's like a ton. Of, like I said, there's like prototype skip drives here that you can like drag back with you you know you can stuff your backpack full of them basically mm -hmm. the other thing on this machine is um like log files like personal log files yeah i i want to go over the log files too so you would open like chronologically the first log file there's kind of a lot of these so sorry buckle in you play the first log file, and similarly to how the schematics formed up out of just kind of like little particles of light, the same thing happens with these log files. A face forms up in front of you. It is the face of both the person in this room with you, and also the face of the woman that formed up out of the dragon. It's strange the Great Wayfarer has returned. I don't like that they cut their mission short. The skip drive promised to allow them to travel incredibly long distances, 
and it is frustrating that the maiden voyage of my new drive is being, I guess, returned unused or not as used as I would have liked. They weren't really supposed to come back at all, but there you have it. That log ends. Next log begins. Well, apparently the captain of the Great Wayfarer has decided that he really desperately needs to meet with me. Isn't that fun? Great, I get to talk to some other weirdo who needs to complain about my inventions. It sure would be nice if people just appreciated what I could do for them. That log file ends. The next one plays. Alright, Hector wasn't what I expected. That meeting was strange. At this point, you can see that Polyfern looks noticeably, like, disheveled. The office around her, like this room that you're in right now, looks kind of darker and more bedraggled. So apparently they got somewhere. Uh, the skip drive, I guess, malfunctioned or functioned too well. But I talked to the captain and he says he has some projects he needs help with now um whatever as long as he supports what i'm trying to do i'm excited to help him out i guess the log file ends another one begins starting to think hector's right about a lot of things he acts a bit strange now and i think that the travel through or the travel with the skip drive had some side effects his eyes don't look like they should but I'm not too worried about that. For the most part, though, he's beginning to make a lot of sense. I, I like what he's telling me. Uh, the log file ends, another one begins. At this point now, she looks fully bonkers. Like, her eyes have dark shadows underneath of them, her hair is unkempt, the room is a complete mess. You know, he's right! All these things do just tend to fall apart, so why are we bothering to try to keep them all together? That's been the problem with my inventions all this time. I kept trying to make things work instead of helping them be the way they're supposed to be. Hector's right! Things tend towards chaos! We might as well just give them some help! The log file ends, and another log file plays. This time she has black eyes. Well, things are going very well. Ah, I finally figured out how to control the material that I use to make the Great Wayfarer with my mind. It's great. I can grow this stuff like crazy. And after all, Chaos is right. Might as well help the planet be what it should be. We've known forever that in thousands of years, seismic instabilities could cause issues on Roke. Might as well just speed up the process. Let things go to their natural order. This is how it's supposed to be, of course. Uh, and that is the last log file. Well, that was quite the progression. Yeah... Vi is looking over at the still form of Paula. Do you think that when we defeated that dragon that it would have cured the chaos inside of her? If I'm being honest, I don't know if I want to find that out. At the same time, though, if, if she is cured, she could be a valuable asset in helping us get out of here. Should, should we just go poker? Like, I don't... I don't know how you're supposed to get people out of the cognitive realm. 
Vi goes over and pokes her. You go over and poke her. She falls out of the chair onto the ground. Ah! Does she? Does she have a pulse? No, she's super dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you guys made up an NPC that was dead. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. It's, it was worth investigating. I didn't expect this to be an NPC to come with us, but it's like, if it is, I don't want to like just leave her here. Did you tell us, Cody, what the panel or the wall stuff is? You were interacting with. The- oh, that is what I was yeah, interacting yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can I figure out a way to download all of the designs? Yeah, so you start clicking around um, on this terminal, and uh, there's, like, an option to just, like, jettison all information, you know, just, like, on a drive. You hit that button, and a, like, glowing, like, it would look to you like stone disc slots out of the terminal. The entire terminal goes dead, and it's just, like, a stone circle with a glowing blue light in it. You know... Call me crazy, but I don't think we have anything that can read this. So hopefully the Great Wayfarer has something and uh, we can transfer it. But uh, I think I think at this point we're already low on time. So um, unless there's anything else you can think of, Mal, I think it's time for us to get back to the ship. Yeah, I think I think you're right. See if we can get get these hooked up or something i don't i don't know what to do with these this is your area of expertise oh believe me i i already have plans you guys make your way back towards the ship jyla like you guys would probably catch up with jyla at some point wait are we are we carrying these skip drive things or they're not big like the one for the great wayfarer was the, like the size of a car oh, okay and that was for the great wayfarer gotcha. you know what i mean like these things wouldn't be enormous they would not weigh as much as sully Gotcha. Okay. I was imagining something much bigger. So as you guys are starting to make your way across the planet, you can feel the first like quakes of seismic discomfort as enough chaos has died that the planet is no longer being held open in the way that it was before. You can feel the ground shuddering underneath of you. Uh, Above your head, you start hearing like cracks of lightning and way faster than should ever be normal, you can see storm clouds beginning to, like, grow and form in the sky as the atmosphere starts shifting as a result of a rapid change in temperature from the planet beginning to close. Oh, that's not good. By the time you reach your ship, you're all, like, together at this point. The ground is, like, you can feel the Earth shaking and almost, like, moving. Like, it kind of feels like you're standing on a landslide. As the planet is beginning to crunch itself back together, it is now actively storming, like torrential downpour and thunder and lightning all around the ship as you make your way back to the honor. All right, I'm going to get Sully all set up in the med bay and then come give you a hand, Vodka. I, you know, I think at this point, yeah, it's all hands on deck. Let's get this, let's get the ship put back together as fast as we can. All right, just let me know what you need me to do. Uh, Vi starts... I think just, like, um, delegating the stuff that she wrote on the tablet. Delegating. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, Vi starts delegating things to everyone else, uh, including Lucy. And I think she probably takes up the job of working on the skip drive and hooking it up so that we can 
propel the ship. Okay, so the last, like, gaps and little leaks of air are being sealed shut as you hear outside the storm beginning to rumble. Vika, you're trying to hook up the um skip drive to your ship. You did gain, like, understanding of how this thing works and how to do that, but it's still difficult. The ship is shaking and, like, pieces are falling down around you as you are trying to attach this thing and set it up to be fired. Make me a check of some sort. Yeah, I don't really think there's a move that, a named move that really makes sense. Yeah, do, uh, yeah, I'm gonna actually say act under pressure, because you're trying to fix this thing under duress. Alright, and which is that? Cool. Can I add my drill because I'm using it? Uh, yeah, I'll let that go. I got it to a nine. I'm trying. Oh, can I? You know, I really wish this unique ability ever came into um. What's the unique play. ability? Pl- oh, actually, plus one when fixing and never take penalties when fixing items under duress. There's oh. no penalty, but the plus one for fixing. Uh, I would argue that fully counts. Yeah, so that that's works. You're good at fixing things under duress. So you are like actively slapping wires into this thing and like routing rudimentary control up to the helm just as like the ground underneath the ship collapses and you start falling into the planet. Malcolm, where do you go? Wait, oh, we're like... We're lifting off and by that I mean the ground is falling away from us are we actually doing that or are we just like tell like disappearing from here, here you're basically disappearing from here yeah the skip drive isn't strictly propulsion oh uh, okay you're tearing a portal falling through a portal and opening another one is the skip drive hooked up yeah uh as soon as it's hooked up and the ground starts falling away vi is like because i don't think our comms are technically back up yet that wouldn't have been the first thing to get fixed uh so she's just like yelling from the engine room Mel's get the ship going. <laughs> yeah, so he he sets it for for Homestead, but I ha- I have I have a thing that I I'm I was th- I've been thinking about, but I don't know. You you may have already been planning this. I don't know. Uh, what do you mean? If we go through that that realm of thought again, yeah, Ma- uh, Mal's thinking. Well, this is where Sully got his powers before. Maybe this place could help him. Just airlock Sully out into here. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, we go back to that temple. Take him back to that temple where he met Harmony the Harmony the first time. That, that that's just that's just something that I was thinking, but you don't have to use that. I I had not I had not thought of it, but I don't hate it. So let's let's go for it. Uh, okay, so you're falling into the center of the now collapsing in on itself, Roke. And, like, right before you're crushed by boulders, a portal is torn open by the skip drive, and you are blasted out into the cognitive realm again. This is just like it was before, except this time you don't have that, like, need to make sanity checks to fly through it. You just kind of pop into the cognitive realm. Um, nearby, there, you're in, like, that kind of, like, miasma of slightly resistive stuff with floating rocks um you can see the fount of duality off to like one side of the ship so what do you guys want to do well this is a place i never thought i'd come back to again same here cap do you think i mean this is the place where sully first got his powers do you think this place could help him uh well 
I mean, while we're here, we might as well never know. Maybe we take them back to that font of duality and who knows what will happen. I don't understand any of this stuff. <laughs> this would be this would be a question for Sully, but can't really ask him right now. I, I'm in the same same boat for sure. Um, Harmony disintegrated got or just, you know, I don't I don't know if there's going to be a person to help him, but we can look around, I guess. Can't hurt him. I don't think. Chaos isn't here. It's decidedly left here. Yeah, so I guess I'll fly the ship towards the font of duality. Uh, Okay, so flying the ship is a tricky proposition. You don't have great propulsion. Like, you're literally using, like, venting air and, like, compressed gas to kind of, like, nudge yourself over there. You managed to kind of set yourself down uh, at the, like, footsteps of the Fount of Duality. All right, what do y'all do? Vi is going to stay on the ship and just, like, keep trying to get things back together so that we're actually going to be able to fly away. Okay. I think three people don't need to just stare at Sully. Yeah, so I guess, do you think we take him out there and just see what happens? See if there's anyone around that... Might be able to help, or maybe the energy of this place could help him. I don't know. I'm I'm grasping at straws here. Yeah. Was there anything in the fount? The font? Was there like harmony water or something? <laughs> Sprinkle some holy water on his face. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling the curtain back, there is this isn't going to like snap its fingers and bring Sully back, but this isn't also a waste of time. Does that make sense? Okay. There there is an answer to like dragging Sully back and this just happens to not be it but I also don't want you to feel like this was a bad idea and I'm like mad you know what I mean this is also a convenient place to stop and kind of take stock of what we have what we need to do right like this this is fine um so last time you were here there was not a pool of of water no but that is does not mean that there is nothing up there worth seeing so I guess we take Sully out there yeah, do we see any, like, Wayfarer markings or... Now that we know that they've been the ones, like, crossing through here a bunch in the long past? So, before, when you saw the Fount of Duality, it was, um, like, this kind of exploded structure. Like, right. it was destroyed and spread out. This time returning to it, it is coalesced a little bit more. It isn't as fractured. There aren't like pieces of it floating around. There are gaps and tears and holes in it, but the thing itself is more contained. So it's instead of being like an exploded structure, it's a crumbling structure that's like cracked and there are fissures. When you go to get Sully, the first thing you notice is that there's a sword impaling Sully now that you're in the cognitive realm. Oh, right. Can I take it out? Uh, no. You can try, but no. Okay. It's, it's stuck in there. Okay. Like it means it. Uh, but you can, like, drag him out and carry him up to the top of this thing again if you want. I don't, I don't know if moving him's a good idea if he's got that sword in him. Yeah, I'm not keen on it. Maybe we could go out and see, see what there is to see out there, and maybe if we find something we could bring him back. Sure. Yeah, well... Keep him in the med bay for now, I guess. So you make the same walk you did before. 
Except last time you were having to like leap chasms and like it was kind of dangerous to climb all the way up this. This time it's far safer. Like you're able to just walk through this palace. I would say the thing to consider here is if the place where you fought the dragon was the combination of Wayfarer architecture and whatever like was present on the Great Wayfarer after it was like remodeled, um, you know, like after they started adding structure to it. That structure emulates what's here. Okay. So it's similar to what you saw in the Great Wayfair, just it's not similar at all to the colony's architecture and design. Uh, as you climb up, you uh, again get to the very top where the Fount of Duality was before. I think last time it was like a basin that had like two chairs around it, and one of them was like cracked and split, and the other one, uh, there was like an old dead guy sitting in, right? This time, when you make your way up to the center, there is two chairs. They are no longer broken. They're both like standing fairly like well put together. And in the center, there is that same basin, but there isn't like it's it's empty right now. Can I do an investigation check to see if there's signs that somebody else has been here in the meantime? Uh, Yeah, you can. Dang it, that's a six. Yeah, and I don't know how much it would help anyway, because time really doesn't mean anything here. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. So, nope. Jyla doesn't know anything. Jyla does not notice anything. And I feel like I should do an investigation check, but I don't know what for. <laughs> I fully don't know. I mean, you can just, like, look around and yeah. see what you see. There's There's a little bit more to learn, but not much. Yeah, I mean, that's what Mal would do, is just kind of look around, see what's around. Okay, yeah. Make me an investigation check. That is an eight. Cool. Um, on the arm of Harmony's chair, like the chair that you saw Harmony sitting in before, there is a little scroll of paper. I go pick it up and read it. You pick it up and unfurl it. It just says payback. Space and chaos. That's not good because that means that chaos knew we'd come here eventually. Just feels like chaos is always one step ahead of us, you know? Yeah. Wonder if there's something we can do about that. Makes me wonder if our ship is tainted somehow. They're keeping tabs on us. Or if the skip drive technology is something that they have eyes and ears on. That's possible. If it comes through this area and if time really doesn't have a meaning here, maybe they know, know when we come through here. I don't know. My brain has had too much weird for one, I don't know, one day, day lock thing. I don't know if there's anything else to get here should we head back yep i guess so all right you uh head back to the ship at this point like vika has taken some time you know and like you have slightly better thrusters you know you're able to like propel yourself a little bit better towards the like other opening in this place but like there isn't like specific distance so it's not like oh it takes you 10 hours instead of 10 minutes it's like like you said, time's kind of irrelevant here, and you have enough you have enough thrust to get you through the other portal. Um, so you fly through the other portal, and then there is that like initial lurch of like snapping out of the cognitive realm back into the like physical realm. If you were looking at Sully, you would have seen like the sword disappear, although his body really didn't change position. When you pop back in around Homestead, what you see are ranks of Interstellar Council ships all around Homestead, 
opening fire all over it. Oh, gosh. Like, when you arrive, Homestead is fracturing and breaking up as ranks upon ranks upon ranks of interstellar council ships rip it apart, and you think back to a scroll that you found on a throne that said payback. enjoyed this latest episode of Outlaws Wanted. Music for the show is from danosongs.com, audionautics.com, zapsplat.com, and the public domain. If you liked this show, you can check out more of our actual plays at the Wandering Gamer Network's website or Podbean, as well as interact with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We also post Let's Plays on YouTube under the channel Wandering Gamer Network. And on Twitch, we can be found at Wandering underscore Gamer underscore Network. Now remember, it's not the outlaw that makes trouble. It's trouble that makes the outlaw. Outlaws.